I'm Dr. Jerry Creed, and this is Hear the Word, and I'm going to be reading the Sunday readings to you. They are for the fifth Sunday of Lent, so we are getting really close to Easter, and these are some of the most beautiful um, readings. I'm also going to do some meditation today, and as I've been doing since uh, Advent, I hope you're enjoying those. Um, like to get into a really good place, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually, before we really enter into these readings and begin to um, oh take them in. So one way to look at this would be to say maybe if I look inside into my little interior um, conference room or coffee shop or whatever I've got internally, and that I have a bunch of parts in there. And some of them might be a little um, stressed out. In other words, there might be parts of me that are worrying about things that are going to happen today. Or things that I have to do. Or they're worried about other people. Right? Or there might be a part of me worrying about yesterday. There might be a part of me that feels bad about something I've done. Feels kind of demoralized. I haven't reached some kind of goal. So one of the things that I think is important to do in terms of getting to a good place, um, getting to a good place would mean noticing all my parts that are all a little agitated and welcoming all of them coming to a maybe a sacred place just inviting them all to have a moment of pause and once I do that I really notice what's going on with each one of my different parts inside of me And I invite them. And I notice my whole body. Hmm, maybe my body is holding some stress. For me, it's often in my shoulders. I take that deep breath, Lord Jesus Christ. And I breathe out. Have mercy on me. And I'm really entering into a space. I'm really loving these particular readings today. They're very special to me. You've probably heard them many times. They may have meaning for you as well. It's occurring to me to maybe mention something about the difference between a Christian meditation and a non-Christian, especially Eastern types of meditations. Because I draw on Eastern and Western Christian. Um, but there's a really big difference between non-Christian Eastern. And um, this is not to disparage other religions like Buddhism and Hinduism and so on, so much as to point out important differences. And here's the ones that I think are particularly relevant. Uh, one is that um, our faith is very relational. And you'll see that in these readings. 
that it's a relationship of love, covenant, deep connection between God and his people, between God and us. So there's a relational aspect. Much of Eastern uh, religions is a very transcendent focus. If there is even a sense of a personal God, which there isn't so much, it's more of um, a, a God of the universe, a God that is so above us that we almost lose ourselves, our individuality and our personhood. We lose it by joining with the greater consciousness or the greater divinity. Whereas in Christian um, meditation, the focus is not to empty oneself in order to be um, to be emptied in, into the universe and, and, and join the universe. The, the sense of Christian meditation is, yes, to empty ourselves of our attachments and our disordered passions. And in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit, in order to have a deeper relationship with God. Another, I'll just mention one other major distinction, and that is the attitude towards suffering. And suffering is something that is very difficult for us as human beings to understand. You know, and famously, um, Buddha saw suffering um, outside of his palace, and it's one of the one of the means by which he had his form of enlightenment and um, saw suffering as something we must transcend, right? Um, but in Christianity, it's really unique because our suffering is something that we are transformed by, or at least there's a possibility of that. And uh, that's actually going to be the topic I'm going to get into on Be With The Word. That's the sister podcast to this one. Um, And uh, on that one, Be With The Word, uh, we'll be exploring and discussing the readings. Uh, I've already been probably talking more than I normally do for Hear The Word. Uh, I just thought it was sort of interesting to mention those those important differences uh, for us as if we're exploring Christian meditation, that it it has some unique differences. All right, well, let's get into our reading. I'm also going to do a little change with the responsorial psalm. Uh, I'll I'll be reading the normal readings. Um, For the responsorial psalm, I'm going to be reading it out of my own prayer book because I think the words are nicer. (laughs) It's from the, um, this is the Melkite uh, Catholic uh, prayer book, the publican's prayer book, and I, I read um, this psalm often and uh, in my morning and evening prayers, and uh, I just love those words. <laughs> so I get to share that with you today. Um, so let's begin. The first reading is from Jeremiah. Taking a deep breath really allowing the Holy Spirit to possibly enter our bodies, our minds, and our hearts as we take in these words. The days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant 
with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers the day I took them by the hand to lead them forth from the land of Egypt, for they broke my covenant, and I had to show myself their master, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. Taking a deep breath, I will place my law within them and write it upon their hearts. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer will they have need to teach their friends and relatives how to know the Lord. All, from least to greatest, shall know me, says the Lord. For I will forgive their evil doing and remember their sin no more. And so, Lord, we thank you again for this beautiful reading. And as we take deep breaths in, we allow these words that are so important to penetrate into a, the deepest parts of our heart. I will be their God and they shall be my people. I will forgive their evil doing and remember their sin no more. Then we move to the responsorial Psalm, which I'm gonna be reading from my prayer book. Have mercy on me, O God, in the greatness of your love, in the abundance of your tender mercies, wipe out my offense. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I am well aware of my iniquity and my sin is before me always. It is you alone I have offended. I have done what is evil in your sight. Whatever, wherefore you are just in your decrees and triumphant in your judgment. Behold, I was born in iniquities and in sins my mother conceived me. But you are the lover of truth. You have shown me the depths and secrets of your wisdom. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I shall be pure. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear sounds of joy and feasting. The bones that were afflicted shall rejoice. Turn your face away from my offenses, and wipe off all my sins. A spotless heart create in me, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit in my breast. 
Cast me not afar from your face. Take not your blessed spirit out of me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and let your guiding spirit dwell in me. I will teach your ways to the sinners and the wicked shall return to you. Deliver me from blood guilt, O God, my saving God, and my tongue will joyfully sing your justice. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Had you desired sacrifice, I would have offered it, but you will not be satisfied with whole burnt offerings. Sacrifice to God is a contrite spirit, a crushed and humbled heart. God will not spurn in your kindness, O Lord. Be bountiful to Zion. May the walls of Jerusalem be restored. O Lord, thank you again for your words of comfort especially if our hearts are feeling burdened with sin or despair. We're tired. If we feel like we make the same mistakes over and over. These words call us back to you again and again. Create in me a clean heart. Give me back the joy of salvation. So the reading from Hebrews. In the days when Christ Jesus was in the flesh, he offered prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. Son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And when he was made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. The Gospels from St. John, chapter 12. Some Greeks who had come to worship at the Passover feast came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Amen, amen, I say to you. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will be my servant. The Father will honor whoever serves me. I am troubled now, yet what should I say? 
Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this purpose that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd there heard it and said it was thunder. But others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come for my sake, but for yours. Now is the time of judgment on this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this, indicating the kind of death he would die. And so... Thank you for joining me for Hear the Word. I hope you've allowed these uh, powerful words and these powerful readings to go further than just into your mind, into the cognitive side, but a little deeper, uh, allowing them to affect our bodies. And that's my alarm. <laughs> Sorry for that. Allow them to affect our bodies and our hearts our emotional center of our brain. Oh, so we're taking it in at a much deeper level, and that's the goal. All right, well, I hope you'll join me over at Be With The Word. This is episode 70 by our reckoning, and so episode 70 over there. And, um, and you'll follow the episode numbers by the title, um, not necessarily the way Apple or one of the other sites numbers it. Um, but anyhow, please join me over at Be With The Word. Please come over to soulsandhearts.com. I've got so much going on, new stuff every week. And uh, if you sign up for our weekly newsletter, you'll get all the updates. All right, until next time, be still, believe, be loved. Be loved.